Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1776. We continue with Women's Month here on Cars Yeah, celebrating women in the automotive sector by having conversations with 23 inspiring automotive enthusiasts throughout the month. These are all women who are shifting the conversation. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Hillsboro, Ohio, with a very talented special guest by the name of Michelle Rowe. Michelle, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you ready to put it in gear and release the clutch? I absolutely am. All right. We're going to have some fun today. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Michelle? You know, I put a lot of thought into this and a lot of people do not know that I don't like worms. (laughs) Okay. Now, I get some pretty unique answers to that question, but I think you just got the top prize. Uh, Worms. Okay. Worms. That forces me to ask you, why don't you like worms? Um, as a little kid, I have some evil cousins and, um, they, and their boys, they decided to, uh, put worms in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, now I yeah. know why. Blech. Yeah. So Blech. that's one thing that a lot of people don't know, you know, cause I don't want anybody dangling worms in front of me <laughs> or making worm jokes or anything like that. Oh my gosh. That's funny. My daughter-in-law is really definitely afraid of a lot of different insects and it comes back to something that happened to her as a child and they just creep her out. My mom can't stand spiders. So yeah, worms <laughs> in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. Those darn boys. Well, yep. anyway, that's an interesting one. Well, let me give you a proper introduction and we're going to dive into this very creative life you've created for yourself. Michelle Rowe is the owner and creative force at Stabin Cabin Airbrushing. Maybe we'll learn about that name. For over 10 years, she's been designing and creating custom designs and painting her creative designs on everything from motorcycles to aircraft, gumball machines to skateboards, automobiles, and even Toilet seats. That's right. Michelle does everything from the initial design, drawing, paintwork, airbrush, vinyl stickers, prep work, and final cut and buff. She does it all. Her wide variety of styles, colors, genres, and creative imagery, well, they know no bounds. And if it stays put long enough, Michelle will probably paint it. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about this life she's created. But first, a word from our very valued sponsors. Give them a listen, and we'll be right back. Did you know Covercraft offers you much more than just car covers? They make quality protection for the inside of your vehicle as well. Their plush, custom-fit floor mats turn any ride into something special. Or choose Premier Berber Custom Floor Mats. They're a favorite of mine. Covercraft floor mats are quality-made and provide your ride with the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush. Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area, too. Their Carhartt Custom Cargo Liners not only look great, but keep your rear cargo area and seats 
protected. Custom fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpets from all those things that can stain and damage the carpets. All your options are quality made, easy to clean, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a variety of styles, colors, and options for your special vehicles. And I've got a very special deal from cars, yeah? Use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. Yeah, the one I call my orange crush. When it came time to renew my policy, my carrier jacked my rates up, even though... I'd been with them for years. I'd never made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American Collectors Insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is. A number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Michelle, we are back. So let's go a little deeper into the corner and have you share more about this this business you've created with your creativity and your paintwork, I mean, it's so fascinating to me. You do so many cool things. I like to say it's a nice way to get the tire smoking a little bit here on Cars. Yeah. So, Michelle, tell us about your world. My world. Well, years ago, I actually have always been a painter. As a kid, my one uncle is involved in cars. So I always kind of dabbled around the shops. And growing up with boys, we had dirt bikes and motorcycles. So I would take markers to the Yamahas and the Suzukis and, you know, change names here and there. But watching my one uncle in his body shop is actually what made me start in it. So I painted my very first car, which was a horrible $100 beater. And that's how I I got started in it. And eventually one day I said, you know what, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try airbrushing. Let's see how I can do with that. And that I I never looked back, just kept going. Well, you obviously have kept going. I mean, it's tremendous what you've created and what you're doing. And creativity, is that something that just came to you? Or is this a skill set that you developed over time? Because you don't just pick up an airbrush and you're good at it. This takes some seat time. Back when I was a kid, I got an airbrush because I used to build models and I thought this is the coolest thing. But boy, it took a long time to master that, especially painting models. And that evolved into airbrushing bicycles for all the kids on the streets and stuff like that. But you've taken this to a whole nother level. Yes. It wasn't something that happened overnight. That is for certain. And I would get very, very frustrated. Um, At the time that I had started, 
there really wasn't a whole lot of information to be found. And there was obviously no one else to ask as to, hey, how do you do this? And, and how do you do that? And what paints can I use? And how can I try this? I've put everything in an airbrush from Walmart paints to nail polish just to see what would run through it, you know, and how can I get this effect and, and whatnot. But it was very, very frustrating. And I, I'm a driven person. I will figure it out. I am very determined to make it right and to create what my mind sees. As far as an artistic value, it's just a God's given talent. Mm -hmm. Never taken an art class. I mean, that's impressive when I look at all the work that you've done. So this is seat time for you, right? Yes. Brilliant. I love what you've done. Now let's talk a little bit about a driving inspiration, maybe a key mentor in your life. Somebody that you talked about your uncle there, but somebody that really has helped you move through this field and become what you've become today. That would be a gentleman named Ed Hubs. And after searching and searching and searching and, you know, throughout time, I found his videos on YouTube. So I would watch them and I could relate to what he was trying to explain. I could relate to what he was showing versus some of the YouTube videos. Uh, now we're talking back in the day. They just did it. So you didn't understand how they had gotten to that level of whatever it was that they were painting. Whereas Ed, he would tell you, this is what I'm doing. These are the paints that I'm using. This is the PSI that I have. And, you know, he broke everything down and gave full detail. And every magazine article that I've been in, and they ask me that question, I always tell them, Ed Hubs. And it's funny because Ed and I are friends, so he can sit back and laugh. He's like, you say my name more than I ever do. <laughs> That's wonderful. You know, it's so cool when we have somebody in our lives that is a teacher and it's neat that he added the technical aspects because you're right. Many times you look at people on a YouTube page and they show you how to do something, especially for me when it's a tech related, like I'm trying to do something on my website or figure out something when I do my recordings and they go so fast and you're trying to keep up and you keep pausing it and going, you know, okay, uh, what, what? <laughs> and you, right. then you come across these masters like Ed that really help you understand the technique, the process, how you're going to make this thing work. They're definitely a blessing in our lives to uh, to help us move along and help teach us to be so much better. Absolutely. If you were to advise young people, young women, young men who want to get into the business of what you're doing, what would you offer them in the way of advice? I would offer them to not give up. Again, like I said, airbrushing can be very frustrating. and there's all types of things that have to be understood when doing it. For instance, you could ask me, well, what PSI are you using? Well, what PSI I am using might not be great for you. So I can give them the information. And quite honestly, my phone goes off at, at least 100 times a day from people all over the world of, hey, Michelle, can you help me with this? Hey, Michelle, this, this is what happened with this. How do I correct that? So I'm the person and, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a big mouth. I'm the person that they all go to to say, you know, how can I do this? And, and I have to tell them just because what I'm prefer to use isn't what might work out best for you. So for all new people that are interested in doing this, I would tell them just don't get frustrated. Don't give up because it is once you find your click, you actually become one with the airbrush and it's it's just a phenomenal, amazing art to be involved in. 
Well, it's beautiful what you're doing. And I have to ask you this question. Stabbing cabin airbrushing. Okay, stabbing cabin. What? <laughs> Where did this come from? I think there's a story behind this. There is indeed a story behind it. Years ago in northern Michigan, hunting with my husband and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law for the elusive white-tailed deer that we seem to not see during the daytime, just sitting around a campfire, uh, chatting one night, and uh, we all got to joking, and I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to name the cabin up here. I'm going to name it Stabbing Cabin because I think that's the only way we're ever going to get any deers if they come because they only come out at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, if they come up here, we can just stab them. And that way we can at least say that we got a deer for the season or something. So it's it was always a family inside joke. And when I started this business, I thought, okay, what should I name it? Well, Myself as a personality, I'm a jokester. I'll I'll crack jokes all day long. And I love to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine for anything. So I said, I know what I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it stabbing cabin airbrushing and and, and sit behind and just laugh. <laughs> well, at first I thought maybe I was talking to somebody who was a tattoo artist or something. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? So there's the <laughs> secret insider story behind the stabbing cabin airbrushing. When did you realize that this was the right career path for you? And what's the favorite part of your career and what you do every day? I would have to say I realized after I figured out the airbrushing technique and I had more and more people coming to me of, Hey, can you do this? And Hey, can you do that? And I've even painted on a prosthetic leg, which at the time I thought was, excuse me, ironically odd. But now that I look back, it, it wasn't odd. It's, it's, it's actually quite normal. So I, I would have to say Pretty much after a year that I started doing this, I thought, okay, I can do this. I, I, I think I'm, I'm qualified enough where I can do this. And, and like I said, having a background in cars and painting anyways, I already knew how to prep the vehicles and paint the vehicles and, you know, wet sand and, and wheel out and everything. So I thought, I'm going to start doing this, but. I will say my first Harley that was brought to me, I was scared to death. I was so paranoid to even touch that gentleman's motorcycle. And, you know, he, he looks back and laughed about it, but I went, whew, because that was, you're talking a $50,000 piece of equipment and here you're going to let me paint on it. What if I ruin it? You know, it was just something that was really scary to me at the time. And that was my first obstacle. I think. My first boat that I painted was an obstacle. The cars, ironically, believe it or not, they didn't bother me. I painted, um, I believe it was a 1935 Ford truck. That didn't bother me. And you're talking, this truck was this guy's baby. But because it was an automobile, I wasn't concerned with it. I was more panicky over the airplane or the boat or, you know, this, the, the Harleys. They really scared me. Now, no. Nothing. I have a helicopter right now, a full-size helicopter out in my big shop that I'm working on. So nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> bothers me anymore. <laughs> nothing phases Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's seat time. It's about doing it and so forth. I mean, it's so fun what you're doing and all the creativity. If you could pick one part of your job that's the most fun, what would it be? Creating the art. 
and seeing the customer's face light up. Making them happy is why I do it. That is the the full reason, making them happy. Well, it's nothing better than presenting artwork to somebody. And I've had lots of artists on this show, not only artisans who are painters and fabricators, but fine artists who do everything from photography to handcrafted pieces, paintings on canvases and so forth, and even sculptors. And uh, that's what they all say. There's nothing like delivering that piece of art and seeing the look on somebody's face. Let's take a short break. We come back. I'm going to ask you what I like to call is the challenge question. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Crash jewelry is handmade from the metal of luxury cars while preserving the original factory paint. Founder Christy Schimpke came up with the idea when she moved her jewelry studio into her husband's Los Angeles auto body shop. After watching beautiful Porsche ultraviolet fenders and Ferrari Rosso Corsa hoods head to the scrapyard, she developed her own unique upcycling process of cutting, bending, and sanding the metal into unique wearable pieces of beautiful automotive art. For Women's History Month here on Cars Yeah, Crash Jewelry is giving away a special Ferrari Art Deco cuff. The cuff includes an empowering message engraved inside. Enter to win today by subscribing at CrashJewelry.com. Plus, Christy is offering Cars Yeah listeners 10% off in March when you use the code Cars yeah at checkout. That's CrashJewelry.com and use the code Cars yeah today. And don't forget to follow Christy on Instagram at CrashJewelry. I've discovered... Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion. And mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. All right, we're back. Now, Michelle, I always like to ask my guests about a big challenge, a big obstacle that you face in your career as you move forward. Kind of walk us through that situation and how did you deal with it? What did it teach you and how did you move past that situation? The biggest obstacle that I had was being a girl. And and I say that as I was looked upon as just another pretty face and we'll just humor her. We'll give her the answers. She'll go away. Well, as they learned over the years, Michelle didn't go away. And Michelle overcame and conquered and accomplished everything that I had set out to do. And that that would be it. Overcoming the girl part, being accepted into this. Because keep in mind, back then, it just wasn't something of the normal. It was not normal for women to be doing the cars and doing the airbrushing. It was you were kind of looked at as, well, why? So you did get treated differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I have nothing but respect. I'm respected by my peers. I'm respected by more famous airbrush artists than myself. They know who I am. And uh, it's, you know, it's all good. I, 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 it, it's good to be Michelle Rowe. 
What kind of advice would you offer a young person, young woman, who's facing those kind of challenges? Is it being taken seriously, but that's the career path they want? They have all the skill sets, but they're dealing with that environment. What are some ways you did that? Did you just keep proving them that you could do it? Or were there other techniques you used to try to work through that in a positive way? I would say stand your ground. Don't back down ever. In behind closed doors, it's okay to cry. It's okay to release those tears. But the next day, boy, you better get back right back up, put your boots on and get right back out there and show those boys. I'm just as good at this, if not better. I love it. Yeah. How about a bucket list? I would assume there's still some things you want to do with your career and your life. Is there, are there, I should say, one or two bucket list items you'd still like to accomplish? Maybe some crazy things you want to paint? Maybe a submarine? Oh, wow. I never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) As far as a bucket list, you know, I I thought about this earlier and I, I really don't have one. I have painted race cars, monster trucks, car haulers monster tractors, regular tractors, you name it, airplanes. Um, Like I said, I've got, this is my second helicopter that I'm on. I've kind of painted just about everything you could paint. Unless someone wants to let me uh, airbrush their house, then, uh, you know, that, that could be doable. You know, I had a airbrush artist, a graffiti artist, actually, Risk, uh, as a guest on my show. And, and back when he was a kid, he was a graffiti guy which was you know basically breaking the law but he became very famous and i tell you he's been commissioned to paint full-on buildings uh with his graffiti style he does obviously with spray cans so airbrush in a sense so i think that's in your future uh yeah i think you may be doing a house someday so that's fabulous yeah very very cool you uh you listeners can go back and find him on the cars yeah website now there's some positive ways that you have found in your life to give back to others to help others either in the automotive world or in some other aspect yes there is like i mentioned earlier lots of people come to me daily asking me how to do this how to do that as far as paints so a lot of times here in our local town i'll have kids come over and, uh, you know, show them or they'll come over with their parent. And, you know, for instance, I just had a girl drop off her softball. She's a catcher. So it's a catcher's helmet. And she was talking about she's artistic. So with these young people and, and she walks in and her eyes just light up to see everything that's in my indoor studio. And she tells me she's artistic and that she's a painter. I said, hey, after I get your uh, helmet done you can come on over. I'll show you some stuff. She just says, really? I said, absolutely. So I like helping the younger generation that don't have the means or the knowledge of where to go, where to find it, what to use. I have another girl that just bought an airbrush. uh, So I'll do online classes with her. I have no problems with it as long as, you know, the the timing is right. So we can set up a, a time that works well for both of us. But that's how I like to give back is to to share the knowledge, to share what I know so that everyone will still have the the tools set in front of them. What they do with them after that is totally up to them. Right. They've just got to stick with it and do it and uh, make it a part of their day and just keep trying, keep working on it. You know, maybe you're the next Ed Hubs, huh? Uh, if you thought, have you thought or do you do a YouTube page, instructional page where you can reach out to people all over the world? I have been asked to do that because it's just myself. 
it, it, it's kind of hard for me to to manipulate everything, the, the camera or, you know, doing this or doing that. But I do do a lot of live feeds on Facebook. And like I said, I've been asked to do YouTube. So that is something that I was tossing around back in October. And I'll probably start getting into that, um, looking at different filming equipment just to help out more people. So I'm the one that tells the secrets of, well, this is how you do that. Oh, you want to know how they did that? Well, here, let me tell you how they did that. (laughs) Sure. You know, this is an age we're living in now where we can communicate fairly easily to a very broad audience and perhaps creating a a pay-per-view type thing where people can come into your classroom. They sign up, they pay a nominal fee of some kind or whatever you think is, is right for you. And that way you can reach people without them having to physically come. You can have a, a syllabus, a class list supplies it's like coming to a class but they can do it all online that's the joy of what we're doing now and like with this podcast i reach people in over 80 countries every day couldn't have done that by just traveling around and talking to people and doing interviews in person so this new yeah this new technology enables people like you and i and creative people to share all of this and we can create viable businesses out of it so there you go i think that would be a wonderful thing for you to do is there a Big high point in your life so far, your career so far that really stands out? Something you're really proud of? Um, I would have to say right now the helicopter that I'm working on. I am extremely proud of that. The owner is Vietnamese and he's out in California. So there was a little bit of a language barrier. And when he first brought it to me, he had a certain design. He knew nothing about me, did not know my abilities, none, none of the above. So I, I did a design for him and he said, okay, you know, that's great. And I said, but let's take it one step further. Let's make it better than great. Let's go above and beyond. Just trust me on one thing. And if you don't like it, you know, I'll paint over it. Not a problem because it was a full paint on job, a total full paint change color and everything. So he trusted me enough. And on one side, I airbrushed uh, a portrait of his father. I did such a good job that it brought the man to tears. So after I did that, he said, "Mm, we're changing this whole design. I said, I thought you would say that. So what the whole design concept is, is it's about Vietnam, which can be a very touchy, sensitive subject. And I explained that to him in the beginning. Um, But like I said, he is a Vietnamese man. And his dad was uh, a one-star general that was granted the one-star by President Nixon. So this not only represents the Vietnamese community, but it also represents the United States Army. So as well as his dad, I have um, several three- and four-star general portraits that have been painted on here. And he informed me that this helicopter will go to... The other family members' houses, they'll take pictures in front of it. It'll spend some time in a museum. It will be brought out at the big events uh, twice a year that they celebrate um, in honor of this gentleman's dad. So I'm pretty proud of this helicopter. That is, it's a piece of history that I was able to be a part of. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. I mean, that's that's really cool. Really heartwarming. And uh, the fact that he trusted you enough to take it to that next level and it worked out. And there you go. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Well, let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I'm going to ask you about what you would consider be the ultimate drive. I'm going to get my magic wand out. So sit tight and we'll be right back. 
Today's vehicles are essentially computers on wheels, and it takes more than a wrench and oil to keep them humming. That's why Cars Yeah! supports TechForce Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to driving tomorrow's workforce of skilled technicians forward. Techs keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. Yet there's a massive tech shortage because many young people don't know it's no longer a blue-collar job. Today, it's a new-collar career. It involves computers, technology. It's in high demand. You get paid really well. And you can live and work anywhere in the country. I know you're passionate about cars, trucks, and motorcycles. And you can help pass that passion on to the next generation of techs so our rides keep rolling down the road. Visit techforce.org today and learn how. All right, Michelle, we're back. Now, as I said before we took a break there, I have a magic wand. I can arrange for you to take a ride with anybody, living or deceased. But here are some questions with this. What kind of vehicle would you be in? Who would the person be? What kind of questions would you ask them? And who would be at the wheel? Okay, first off, I would pick a 1970 Chevelle. And the reason is that was one of my mom's cars. And I have forever in a day been in love with that body style. I just, I don't know what it is about it. I just think they're very sexy. They're muscular. They're, they're, they're beastly, you know, and, and I would definitely, it would definitely be a 1970 Chevelle and it would have to be blue, which isn't my favorite color, but my mom's car was blue. So. We'd have to go with that color on that one. Sure. And then I would say that I would take my son. Some people know for the, well, a, a lot of people do. So I, I apologize for that little stutter there. My son was in the army and on November 9th, he took his own life. Ooh. Totally shocked all of us. It's the worst feeling in the world. So I would take my son. Now, why would I take my son? Because him and I were little stinkers. Like we could cause some major trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my. I, I would take my son and I, we would take turns driving. We would. And, you know, this is going to sound really morbid, but because he's already passed, I would feel I would feel safe with him driving because. He's not, he's not going to care. He's already gone. So I gotcha. Um, but I would, I would, I would take, I would want to be there with my son one, one last time. We never got a chance to go cruising the streets in a hot rod and burn rubber and, you know, go sideways here and there. So that's how I would, I would go with my son. Whoa. Wow. Um, well, first and foremost, my sincere condolences for that loss. I can't imagine that being a mom going through that. You know, I'm almost afraid to ask this question, but I'm going to. What would you ask him? I would ask him why. Why Why didn't he reach out more? You know, didn't he know that there was more? He was only 27. He just turned 27. So didn't he know that there was more to life than just what was in front of him? You know, why did he have to go so soon? But at the same time, I, I have a strong faith in God. I do. And maybe the number 27 was his ending ticket number. I won't know until I meet up with him again. Uh, wow. That's heartbreaking, heartwarming. Everything 
above. And uh, again, I just can't imagine that, but definitely that would be the one. And I love the fact it would be in your mom's car because that brings up history, which these old cars, that's what it's all about for us car people. It's it's our history somewhere in the past. Most cars that we want as we age are cars we couldn't have when we were younger or cars that bring up the memories and cars are really about people and the people right. in, in your life and in our lives. So, uh, you know, I thank him and you for his service to this country. Very, thank you. very important to me having family members who've been in the service. So I ride in the blue Chevelle most yep. definitely. Jeez. Hmm. Okay. Let me get my breath here going back. Uh, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think others could learn a lot from that you really enjoyed? Because of my job and I am a mom, I don't ever have time to read any books. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get to read magazines. So I really can't. If it doesn't involve airbrushing, I'm basically not going to read it. I understand. I understand. Well, that's fair enough. That's good. Now, well, maybe we could go a little different here. I know there there are audiobooks. A lot of people enjoy audiobooks or podcasts when they're working, creative people, maybe magazines. Is there like some car magazines you really like to get? Honestly, I've never really thought about it. Um, <laughs> You're just too busy creating. I'm just too busy creating. Things have just been so chaotic and hectic for me. Obviously, I had to take three months off to recuperate from my son. And since I have been back to work, it's, it's been crazy. I have just been super crazy busy. So the only time, only magazines, honestly, that I ever really get to read are the airbrushing ones. And that's usually by the time I sit down, which is 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then you're exhausted. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Cause after I answer all the messages that are on my phone, and about midnight is when Germany's awake, so they will start messaging me in Paris and um, Ukraine, and it's 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 just crazy. Wow! Well, very cool. Well, you have such a wonderful, rich, active life. I think that's absolutely brilliant, Michelle. You have taken me on a really fun ride today. I'll tell the listeners we had a great chat before we started this. You know, one of the great things about what I do is uh, I call it Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. Most people I have on the show I've never met, and it's a wonderful, delicious time, uh, calorie-filled sweetness. And you certainly have matched that up for me today, Michelle. This has been such a joy. I want to ask you if you could share one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that blue Chevelle with your son. Again, I would just say never give up. Don't ever give up your dream. Just continue on, you know, just keep fighting the good fight and, and be determined and be driven. And it's okay to get angry and stomp your feet and say, that's it. I'm done. I quit. Cause I still do that a couple of times. I get frustrated with some of the jobs. But just don't give up. You know, your your heart's in it. If you can feel it in your heart, and honestly, airbrushing is all that I ever talk about. So if you're not interested, I really don't say much. Because <laughs> the only thing that's on my mind is, uh, well, I got to get this done. And I wonder how I could make this happen. And uh, so I would just tell people, just don't give up. Just keep going for it. If you feel it in your heart, man, just do it. There you go. Words of wisdom from the queen. Now, what are some of the best ways for people to try to keep up with you and follow with all this creativity you're creating for us? You can find me on Instagram under Stab and Cabin Airbrushing, as well as on Facebook 
Dabbing Cabin Airbrushing. All right. I'll make sure I put links on Michelle's show notes page so you can find those quick, easy clicks to reach out to her. I encourage you to follow her on social media because you'll love what you see she's creating. I mean, there's such a wide variety here of beautiful visual artistry. It'll bring a smile to your face like it has to me. And I want to do a quick shout out to our mutual friend, Terry Wilson, who brought us together. Terry has introduced me to so many wonderful people. He's been a guest here on Cars. Yeah, I call him my brother from another mother. Uh, So check out Terry's show here on cars yeah he's such a great guy thank you terry i love terry he's yeah. such a sweetheart everybody loves terry what can you not love about terry My i goodness. know how can you not love him I he's know. just as a mom, you just, he's got, you want a squishy cheek. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, Terry. Virtual squishy cheek from Michelle Rowe here on Cars. Yeah, Michelle, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your amazing life with us. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.